May we bless God. That'll be may we bless. Let us bless. <laughs> bless the God and I, our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and has commanded us to engross ourselves in the words of the Torah. Please, God and I, our God, sweeten the words of the Torah in our mouth and the mouth of your people, the family of Israel. May we and our offspring and the offspring of your people, the house of Israel, all of us, know your name and study your Torah for its own sake. Blessed are you, Adonai, who teach Torah to his people Israel. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who selected us from all the peoples and gave us his Torah. Blessed are you, Adonai, giver of the Torah. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Tonight we are on Malakot 1 through 3, or Malachi 1 through 3, sowing, planting, and harvesting. Not reaping? Not reaping. So, uh, what was it? Sowing, Sowing planting, harvesting. Before we get started, I understand it's an Android. Is that a phone? Wait, I have Android phone. Sorry. That's the Galaxy's actual mini size. Wait, I've got the iPad, I've got the iPad mini. Isn't that yeah. the same thing? I think that's oh, what sorry. Sorry. No, no, I'm just teasing. No it looks great. It's We've awesome. Stone to stone Do you buy special pants to fit your cell phone? In the old Gentile jeans. Alright, I'm through. Tonight's topic is my iPhone. The audio is coming for Bill, but not the not the video. So I had to say it before Judah got here because he was gonna be on dive. Okay, we just rebooted the camera. I better stand by for a couple. Stand by for a second so so all the discussion about the Android was like lost. No, 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 no. Here's what it says. Hi, Joseph. The video of the drop camera time says the camera is not online. We cannot see the video yet. The audio continues. Well, then you couldn't see how big that thing is. <laughs> so so hold it up to your head. So we plenty of what? <laughs> so we Did I floss today? <laughs> no, hold the phone up so you can see how big it is. Harvesting. Do you mean to have a picture of it beside my head? That is amazing. This is not a phone. Oh, well, it looks like it could be. <laughs> Samsung. It's a Samsung phone. It's one, right? Guys. Wow. It's not a phone? It's called a free <laughs> tablet. No shame. So much shame. I have no shame. All kinds of shame. We love you. Yeah, we do. Maybe I should teach with my chat. Blue light. Mr. Lensmeyer should be on with his family. All right. Good, good. So in my introduction to studying Android devices... <laughs> Um, in my introduction to Malakota, it turns out another way that they got 39, well, not another way, but uh, something that is significant about 39 is from 3 to 39, or from 3, 39. yeah. Anyway, here's a list of prime numbers. I love prime numbers. Was this planting? What did who and how many? Planting, planting, planting sowing, sowing, and harvesting. And harvesting. Thank you. Um, prime numbers. Anyway, there's a list of prime numbers. I'm not sure. I think there are prime three. numbers after 13. three. No, after three. All the prime numbers between three and uh, and thirty nine and and uh, fifteen. Wait, yeah. That is all. No, seventeen is prime. Seventeen, nineteen, yeah. twenty. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Those are prime numbers. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of Zeke's Zeke Knobs. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. It's close to the... Uh, close. Close to no cigar. Not, not quite. So essentially, there are 13 categories of the Malakot 
right here, there are 11 categories, there are seven categories, there are five categories, there are three categories in the way they categorize the 39 mile coat. We are spending time right here on number 11, just because it looks like sticks, it's not actually sticks. But the number 11, it includes everything from food. So there are 11 steps from the beginning of time until now that it takes to go from filled to bread on table. Really? 11 steps. How and cool three is of those steps are planting, harvesting, and sowing in that order. So, so this is the first time tonight I've put them in that order. But the first coat would be planting or plowing. The second would be planting and the third one would be um, plowing, so planting slash, slash sowing. I'm gonna do, hold on. I'm going over sowing, I'm going over plowing. Oh, plowing. Plowing. Plowing, planting. And I'm sowing. going over reaping. That's a again now? Wait, what? I'm gonna write them down He's right here anyway. Now. <laughs> I just mistyped that. So we're going over. Maybe my Android mistyped that. <laughs> that. I had it right. That's probably what sowing. We're going over sowing tonight. We are going over plowing tonight. Plowing. We're going over reaping tonight. Plowing. So is plowing and planting the same? And reaping and harvesting is the same. So you, sure. Well, it's not the same. Well, maybe plowing. Pairs, sowing, maybe plowing, meant, and reaping. Maybe yep. he meant the same thing. It's the same to a gun. So <laughs> one of the studies that I watched, so this is, this is food right here. And we're going over three of those things, which would be... What we just said, sowing, plowing, plowing, plowing reaping, <laughs> and reaping. Which ones? SPR. Spike. There we go. Yeah, we're all in Legion now. Um, yeah. It's like 10th Legion. What's so in, in one of the, the teachings it, uh, on Chabad, it was saying that the Malakot essentially creating, so God created. Yeah. So they define creating as all the way down to two things. It takes intention and it takes action. So you can't create without intention and action, and intention is very key in their philosophy because that's why they have goys do many things, because a goy, essentially a, a Gentile not observing Shabbat, does not intent. have intent to do anything. So that is, that is where they get that from. So they have intention and, and action. Um, and what we're going to do is focus on the steps from, so we'll start off with sewing. No, no, we're not going to start off with sewing. Sewing is cool. We're going to start off with plowing. Plowing, because that comes before sewing. Time to sewing does come last. So we're going to start off with plowing. Plowing. Plowing with a GH. <laughs> Southern way of those things you hold plowers. Plowers. <laughs> um, I bring my I bring my wife flowers. <laughs> Every Shabbat. Shabbat. <laughs> We're gonna cover flowers on Shabbat in the proper way to bring them to your wife tonight. Skip it ahead, minus one participation. Um, <laughs> so essentially when you're plowing, you essentially have a filled field of grass or hay or grain, or barley, or barley, anything. Hops. And the way you get it on your table is you have to, has to go through a few steps. So after, after step one, you have to go to step two, which would essentially be a tractor plowing. So 
before we had tractors, we had people pushing. Draw a horse. Come on, please draw a horse. Let's see. Pushing there like go. oxen. That's another person. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a sawhorse. Give a sawhorse. Horns. <laughs> plowing plowing stuff so we're gonna attach like a plow to it um and it's plowing the field no that's understood the cow is plowing the field it's a tough crowd buddy it's a tough crowd it's a drawing so now ever since 1837 John Deere invented the grasshopper plow and now we no longer have cows plowing we have Tractors plowing. Do so it would be a John Deere. <laughs> okay. So we have. That's a tractor. Mm-hmm. There we go. John Deere. There we, there go. we go. And he is plowing. Can you at least put wheels on it? <laughs> you know, for Gregory watching, we probably should put some kind of. Oh my God. Cat. 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 You told me to put wheels on it, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smokes wheels. Wait, yeah. if it's a cat, it doesn't have wheels. It's yeah, it's, it's a tread. Right. You need to draw a tread. Um, <laughs> did anybody see the You See We Rolling oh, on I Facebook? I was, I was, I Caterpillar's it. Facebook. It had a guy paving a road, and it says, um, You See Me Rolling. <laughs> nope. It was really funny. It's I a culture. Was he ghost riding? Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> so now we no longer have this act of plowing. We have a machine that does the act of plowing. Mm-hmm. So, so physically, anything that... that does the act of plowing would be bad because in a machine, let's say if it's robotic, there's no human plowing. So therefore we would think at first it's not bad, but plowing is still taking place. So you cannot have the tractor working on Shabbat. Yeah. So, but see, and even in the first example with the, with the ox and the, and the man, the man wasn't necessarily physically pulling the plow either. So it's kind of the same thing. He was just directing the plow. Yeah. So even though you're directing a tractor, it's, the same thing. Those animals get in Shabbat, so the tractors get in Shabbat. There you go. Machines are people too. Yep. So now let's think of like a scenario today. Okay, let's say we're on the beach. Okay, we've got waves coming in. Okay, you've got sand right here. So what do you have right here? You have people sitting down in chairs. So we're going to draw a chair. People sitting down in chairs (laughs) right here. And if you pick up your chair and you drag it across the ground, that's plowing. You are essentially, one could think that could be plowing. But there wouldn't be intention. Right? Are you intending to plow? It's not intention to, it's intention. Okay. Or lack of intention. Yeah. So you may not be impl- intending to plant, but because you know that when you pull your chair, that's it. That'll be plowing. That's it. Okay. Now we're going to get into why pulling your chair on the beach is okay. But those are scenarios that we're going to think of why we can't use plowing. Plowing, so it doesn't matter if you're using a, uh, a machine or anything like that. Um, so let's jump into plowing. So what is what is it? So it is essentially the Hebrew word. Let me write it up here. Well, you guys probably need those pictures. So let me just write it right here. Not in Hebrew, translation. English. Koresh of plowing is the second of the 39 um, prohibited malakot. It is prohibited to plow the ground, to level it off, to make holes in it like the holes used for planting seeds. 
The official definition um, of koresh is any action that prepares the soil for planting. Hmm. So anything at all that you're doing that prepares the soil for planting. Um, three types of action, three type, the three types of action that are forbidden in plowing are making holes, softening, um, softening and flattening the ground, softening the ground and flattening the ground to prepare it for planting. So is there a situation where you could soften the ground but not prepare it to plant? Well, if you're walking on it. You're walking. Yeah. Right. So you're not preparing it to plant. Or dragging a beach chair. Or dragging a beach chair. You're not preparing anything to plant Sticking there. your sword in the ground. To Sticking not. your sword in the ground. That maybe. Maybe. If you yell freedom at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Then it's, well, it's okay. Well, what do you, why do you have a sword? You don't. Um, you don't why do you have a sword? <laughs> why do you have a handgun? Why, why do you have a toothbrush? <laughs> well, he has a point. You can't carry a sword in Shabbat, but. You can't brandish a sword. Why can't, can't you carry a sword in Shabbat? What? You can carry a sword in Shabbat. Okay. I was no, in the Israeli teacher. army. They're actually can't carrying a And Levites, Nehemiah. That's right. Sword out Okay, so you can carry your sword in Shabbat. The extension of Torah prohibition to plowing includes removing rocks, or here's some ideas to think about removing rocks or thorns from a field. Because if you think about it, a rock means you leave a hole. And therefore, someone could plant a drop so, of seed in that hole. Does it really matter if you don't intend to plant anything? Does it matter if I don't intend to plant anything? So it's also the appearance, right? Well, not only that, but would this would stop an individual from going out to a field and just starting to rake up and pull out all the rocks? Yeah, but like, what if you trip over a rock and it pops out? Hole. No intention. Yeah. No, no intention. You can trip over a rock. Yes, you can trip over a rock. Stumbling block. And you shouldn't be able to drag your beach chair. Okay. So, we're getting the beach chair at the end, but just to clarify, the beach chair is permissible because it's not likely that someone will drop a seed in that path and that it will sprout vegetation. Sand. Right? It's hard to grow things in glass. Okay, another thing that no is prohibited. Um, so after every Malachi, we want to go what's prohibited, what's not prohibited, some questions about it, and then some preparation points for us to prepare in our homes. Another thing that's not... Go ahead. Uh, just real quick, on the uh, appearance of evil, um, they actually, in Beta, which is the tractate that we're going through... It's Daf Yomi today? Yeah, that's, it's actually today's Daf Yomi yeah. 9a. They, it says verbatim, when, wherever the sages prohibit an act because they were concerned that it might give the appearance of wrongdoing, the act is prohibited even in one's most private chambers. So, so the, it's not just that people see it. It's a, the, the appearance of evil is very uh, much a factor to consider as well. On the other hand, in the same Mishnah, it also says but that Hillel permits it. Hmm. Two rabbis, three opinions. That's right. <laughs> and if you get in the habit of doing something in private, in a weak moment, it might slip up. That's public. right. And actually, we should all consider that as a very, very possible thing. Mm. And a good, good watchword. Mm. Another thing that is prohibited, spreading out fertilizer in a field. So you can't go spread out fertilizer. Um, very strict right here is watering a field. Um, especially if you're watering it to soften the field. Prohibited there. 
reference for those were uh, Torah, Torah Tots. Dot com and Holacopedia. Hmm. So now we're going to things that are what is allowed. We've got a list of eight things right here that are allowed concerning plowing on Shabbat. Making mere compressions in the ground, like what a wheel, like what wheels of a wheelchair or a baby carriage might do in the ground, is permissible on Shabbat. Also, wearing high heels is permissible on Shabbat. They just ask you to step softly. <laughs> and carry a big stick. Maybe. Um, and this is where the question is: Can you slide your chair on the beach? And we would submit to you that yes, that is permissible to do. It is also permissible to water desert land if nothing uh, if nothing isn't used for planting while the ground is still moist. So if you wanted to go in the desert and water it, you could. Is it permissible for me to water the plants in those raised beds? No, not permissible. Why not? Well, because we're going to get into that with um, reaping. Then I'll wait. All right. And um, and it is anything that, or so, it's anything that initiates growth. Or initiates growth for the plant. And we're also getting to um, plant suffering. Because we, we obviously know human suffering, we obviously know animal suffering, can't carry an ox in a ditch, but what about plant suffering? We're getting to that. Um, so even if it's a raised bed, or if it's hanging, we've got Halakha for that as well. Good. Um, what if they miss something? What if I just throw um, it into the pool? Since, uh, <laughs> so since acidic or caustic list liquids do not promote vegetation, it is permissible to spill vinegar or alcohol on vegetation. Uh. So we're getting to some things that you, you should maybe carry a lid on when you're walking outside. Wine, wine's got to breathe, and it's okay if you spill wine outside or on a plant, anything like that. Unless you're here, because I'll smack you. <laughs> Joseph will smack you up. So, but spilling your water on the grass, that's a problem. It is a problem. That's so yes. That's, that's no bueno. No bueno. No bueno, um, bro. Another thing, um, the American game, we call it jacks. Um, Hebrews would call it kugula. Da, um, essentially like American jacks. Throw something up. They dig little, little holes. Yep. Um, that any, any game that doesn't involve rolling is permissible to play. Play it on, uh, on any hard surface. So I would just recommend not going out in the grass and throwing cubes up or not going out in the grass and playing like that. You just play those on hard surfaces. Uh, it is permissible to sit on a chair in the sukkah even though the legs sink into the ground. Hmm. What about sitting on the ground? Sitting on the ground? Yes. Um, That's I, would, I would imagine butt, that yeah. you're okay. Yeah, stay I, I, I would medical condition. <laughs> I would say I would say sit on the ground's okay. Mister Pointy Butt, <laughs> did you uh, did you see why the suka example is is permissible? No. Do you have an answer? Uh, no, I would imagine though oh. that that it, the reason why is because it's sitting in the suka. It's covered for the suka. Yeah. yeah. Positive. And, yeah, it's, it's covered, and, and one of the things is you're not allowed to take off the roof of the sukkah, right. unless you're sure that the grass is fully saturated, but how would you know the grass is fully saturated? And then deconstructing a sukkah would probably be no point on what you anyway. Yeah. So the ground would be covered. 
Um, it is permissible to push a carriage um, on the soft soil, as long as your wheels, of course, don't have spikes in them and are constantly tilling up the ground. Mm-hmm. So not um, the And they just ask you not to, as long as your carriage doesn't loosen the soil. Um, so no treaded tires. Uh, we already went over the high hills. No tires. Walk softly. A, a children's toy can be dragged on the ground since it's probably a children's toy, which means it's probably have soft and round edges. So that can be dragged um, because it will not dig up the dirt. Um, even it'll, it'll, you can lean it on its side and it'll probably not dig because most, most of the children's toys are soft. Um, those are things that are allowed concerning this. Now, what is not allowed? Plowing of any amount is forbidden because even a tiny hole is useful to plant a tiny seed. It is forbidden to water soil on Shabbat. It is forbidden to wash one's hand over grass on vegetation. So hmm. essentially, we went in, well, you can water the plant as long as your hands are over the water and you're just washing your hands when the water goes down. So unless you had like a the intent there may not be, but because you know that that's going to be forbidden to put plants under the sink. So unless you had a separate goy bathroom with all your plants on there that couldn't go a day without water, and of course that, then that would be the only time where you could somebody could water their plants on Shabbat by washing their hands. So is that permitted or not permitted? Not, uh, it is not permitted. It's not permitted to have a plant down here and my sink washing thing right here and wash my hands over my plant. Um, it is forbidden to clear rocks, logs, or debris off the terrain. That is, as it is considered, as, as that is considered mesakil, a tolda of koresh. So that would be an, an opposite. Um, because it improves it for planting. So I can't take my leaf blower on Shabbat and blow off a bed or blow off really even my carport or anything like that because that may improve plant life outside. Or even to walk around your yard and kind of pick up little twigs here and there as you're yeah, walking around the morning. Probably can't, off. can't kick them. Yeah. And it's also, be tough. I think that may be later, but you should probably have a special broom for Shabbat because if you're sweeping, you'll probably break one of the straw brooms, the straw, the straw edges. One of those things would probably break, and that would be destroying. But would you sweep them for? Probably not. If you're trying to clear a walkway, so. Um, so here's some some scenarios and other things. Smoothing out the soil to fill holes or flatten bumps is also forbidden, as is a derivative of koresh. So while walking on soil is permitted, rubbing one's foot in the dirt is not. And one of the questions later is, can you play? let's say soccer or anything outside that involves pretty much anything outside that involves running, should you be playing it on Shabbat? And how would you argue yes or no based on Koresh? Is it disturbing the soil? Yes. You're tearing up the grass too. Probably. Exactly. So anything that involves running probably involves pivoting, which would be just like plowing on Shabbat. On cement. Yep. You can run on cement. Soccer on cement. Yeah. That's for the that's, macho. That's yeah. called basketball. And you yeah. would not be violating Koresh if you played basketball or anything inside or on cement or anything like that. Um, we just went over this one. One may not sweep in the courtyard even if it's even if it's tilled as a prohibition of sweeping a field. 
but sweeping a house with flooring where the majority of the house, um, majority of houses are, are covered. Sweeping inside, um, according to Koresh, is okay, not according to other things. Um, then we get into the straw and the bristles thing. Hmm. Playing marbles on a, door, a dirt floor is forbidden because it could smoothen the ground. But playing marbles inside on a table would be permissible. Playing with dice on ground is forbidden because it could smooth the ground. But playing with, with dice on a table would be permitted. Um, go ahead. So, like, it's not, when it says it could smooth the ground, it really means you'd be tempted to smooth the ground so you have a level field to which to throw the dice, right? No, no, yeah, but it's well, soft. Yeah, every time, yeah. Every every throw throw dice, it's going yeah, to soften, gonna the, soften the ground. Right. I mean, the way to, to picture is, and like we picture it small marbles, just picture big marbles, and if you threw one of those, it would make a really big impact, but that same impact is going on with a small marble. As on the molecular on. level. Yeah. yeah. The molecular. So, uh, <laughs> you know, just to bring, you know, here Bellatura, <laughs> if, uh, if Jenny comes to visit. Tomorrow, actually. She's coming tomorrow. What? Should be here for showers? Yes. Sweet. So Jenny comes to visit and she's trying to move her chair out there in the dirt. And uh, Mr. Laneface is inside Ooh. getting more wine. That's you. Taylor. Then uh, <laughs> Taylor, Taylor would, and she, he notices that she's actually plowing. Plow, what appears garden. to be plowing. In a garden. He would run over and Help her to lift that chair and put it in place would be appropriate yeah. to avoid that dragging within the ground. In a garden, especially. Right. Yes. And then out comes Brock looking all cool with the wine and yeah. everything's cool. And then Brock blows it by saying, What? You were dragging your chair? <laughs> Power! <laughs> whereas, whereas Taylor, being the respectful. <laughs> respectful, kind, and gracious man that he is, never let on there was a problem with dragging the chair, simply made the action necessary to keep from dragging. As I was reaching down to pick up the stone. So Jenny's no, no more, Jenny is no more, no longer, she is no longer with us. No, none the wise, she's none the wise. None the wise. Until, until Brock Tells her to watch this. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't drag chairs. Do we, don't, we don't drag <laughs> chairs. Not at Should give me Last last point is one may not dig in moist or clumpy sand. Therefore, if it is, if you have a sand, there's sand in the sandbox is moist or has solidified as as is common after rain. Children should not be allowed to play in the sandbox until it. What about if you're walking on wet sand on the beach? It's kind of the same thing. We're walking, it's fine. You're good. That's fine. Yeah, right. walking, it's fine. As long as it's within the Unless you're just walking like this. Right. Dropping some seeds. Wild oats. So I already asked the question, can one play outdoor sports? Why? Because of the pivoting. Uh, so preparation before Shabbat. So there's the action points how we can do it on Friday. Go ahead. So do we say we couldn't play outdoor sports if we're pivoting? No, why not? No, 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 not. You can play outside if you're on concrete, not on grass. Full tackle. Then you get into self-interest and expectation and things like that. What about... um, I I think from a a halakhic perspective as a community, we should 
you know, really start to take some of this to heart, you know, um, as the weather gets warmer and, you know, perhaps we're going to spend a little bit more time together on Shabbos, um, you know, setting up the volleyball net for Oneg time would, in my mind, based on what you've said, would be inappropriate, right? Because... You know, we're, we're going to be pivoting, creating divots, doing yeah. that whole deal. Um, same thing, unfortunately, um, if you're playing bocce, you know, and <laughs> the, the ball falls, <laughs> right? Yeah, if we're at a community Shabbat at like a camp out or something, they have a specifically volleyball court. Yeah. Nothing's going to get planted there. Yeah. So you're, or a bocce court. Or is there, yeah. So, yeah, you can, there's, there's little so you can like play volleyball on a designated sand court, but you couldn't play volleyball out on of your grass, backyard. Right out here. Now you could probably get away with putting some sand out there and saying we're not using this. Yeah, but it's we're just, not doing sand so, out here. There's really you're, you're just too close to a lot of things. Like you play the pool. Accidentally, the ball fell in some dirt and. Oh. What? So as, as long as the, the space is designated and, and definitely nothing's going to grow there, then it's permissible. That would be like the desert. Yeah. So the desert. Which is why you can just go throw water in the desert if you want to. I got you. Some preparations. Have a broom with no straw bristles so nothing gets broken if you are trying to sweep stuff off. Um, have or, a list of... Or is that because it's a straw brace? Like... You could be planting the straw. You could be plant. We could be planting the straw, but more than more than destroying <laughs> You never know. Um, which is not really related to Shabbos. It just got brought up that hey, don't sweep because stuff could go in your yard. And they, oh, by the way, if you're sweeping, use this kind of broom. Uh, a good thing would be a list of pre-planned games for your kids. So another way to say um, Shabbat's different than all the other days. This is the only day you get to play these games. Right. Um, instead of saying other way, and then outside cups right here, with the exception of wine, we can have cups. Cups. Okay. Yep. They're wrong. No, just go ahead. Glasses. Outside objects cups. with which to drink. Nice. Um, Imbibing vessels. If I was, we just, are, I was <laughs> just in athletic mode, you know, <laughs> thinking. Oh. <laughs> Outside? <laughs> okay. Um, a precaution could be if you have typical spills. Let's say somebody is known for spilling drinks. <laughs> a precaution could be if they're not drinking wine in the garden, they could have cups with lids on them. So therefore they do not spill water as they are touring the garden or anywhere outside. You get the special wine. Wine is okay without a lid. Wine is okay without a lid. So wine's okay without a lid. But that is more vodka wouldn't wouldn't grow either. That's more of a preparation for for things like picnics. Based on the past Shabbat, my son, you get the sippy cup. Alright, so next um I had it right in here. I had it wrong in my intro. This was number two of the uh, of thirty nine. So now we're gonna go to number one, which is sowing. Second. So don't we plow before we sow? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So plow, sowing is second. Except some. So, so plowing would be second. All right. Yeah, so plowing. Can. Now we're gonna sow. But in the garden, we plowed first. And right. Then sow. Plowing, yeah. Plow, which we just did. And then now plant, let's sow. And then harvest. Yeah. So then harvest when we sow. You're, you're right on track, right, right on track. All right. Yeah. No second guess. Chase it. So, so this 
This may not be Koresh. I may have wrote it down wrong. This may be Zorah. Zorah Yeah, Zorah is seed. That's yeah, yeah, you're right. That's Sewing. You're, you're on a truck, buddy. Alright, Sewing. Those pictures are quite distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Only because some man has no pants! <laughs> <laughs> you take a picture of those? You probably sell them. And the horse hunt antlers. <laughs> I, thought were, I thought they were bunny Orange, bro. Quite large antlers. Um, planting or, or sewing. So, so after we plow the field, we're gonna okay. we're gonna sew. We have guy again with the pictures. Okay, oh, he's but dancing, now he's man. carrying a basket. Doesn't have a big belly. He's carrying a basket <laughs> with seeds in it. Can't do that, right? No bueno. He's carrying a basket and with seeds that. in, so because he's gonna sprinkle the seeds out. Yeah. Do we do that anymore? No. No, we well, have tractors. We have tractors or spreaders. Yep. Yeah. That like it's sprinkle it's seeds out for us. I literally have gone out with a box with a crank. Yeah. Spreader. Yeah. Right? And it's just spreading that seed. Which is just around. a human operated machine That's exactly. that spreads seeds. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Um, I like your octopus. I like a spaghetti bowl. Um, <laughs> so now we're at. We're on sewing. So this. So I'm. So essentially, uh, a modern a modern way to sew um, would be anything that involves gardening. So spraying water, planting seeds. So the official definition would be uh, includes planting, sowing, or watering seeds to induce or encourage growth. Any action that initiates or promotes plant growth is in any way. Uh, pr- promotes plant growth in any way is included in the pro- prohibited Malacca called Zorat. Question over here. Sir. Um, what about the opposite? Let's say you had a bunch of weeds yep. in your yard. Can you go out and kill them? Can you them? go out and kill them? No. One, you're destroying promotes, the Shabbat. Yeah, you're plucking it. I opposite. think we're coming up on that one. Okay. And we're going to get into plant, we're getting the plant, um, plant suffering when we go that because what if the plant is suffering and you have to help it? Um... So first, what is allowed? Um, that was short. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what is allowed <laughs> to feed seeds? So this is allowed. You, some you wouldn't think would be allowed. This is this is good to feed seeds to chickens in a chicken coop. You can throw them seeds yes. where it is very likely that the chickens will eat all of the seeds right. before they can germinate. That's right. Sure. So if you're confident that your chickens will eat all the seeds, and then they go, you throw them all day. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend throwing them all day because then they might get full and they might be able to eat all the seeds. Right. But theoretically, you can do that. Another thing that is allowed to open and close a greenhouse door in order to enter and exit, but not, but one may not do so to promote the growth of plants. So if you accidentally left the door open on Arab Shabbat, it's got to stay that way until Havdalah. No, because cl- well, because closing it would then promote. Well, essentially, if you are like, let's say Joseph's got a greenhouse and he's constantly giving me tours, we can go in and out all day. Because Joseph's intention is not to open the door so wind will get in and so some seeds may fly in and then all this stuff get yeah. into the plants. Sometimes in the greenhouses you open and close ventilation for depending on yeah. how much you need. And so, well, but, but that's what I'm talking about. So it, essentially, you couldn't do that. Though. You yeah, can't do that if it's the intention is to promote the growth of those. Wait, wait, I think. We, 
Taylor's asking is if you leave the door open on the greenhouse before Shabbat begins, can you then close it during Shabbat? Because you're like, yeah. oh, I forgot that. I, I would, I would say Shabbat. yes, you can do all the above. But but that would my if my intention is to close the door to promote growth. But how would plants. how would closing your door promote growth, and how would opening your door promote growth? Because, because the, the green the, walls, the heat. Well, so like the the one if the door was open, I guess heat could escape. Hold off on that because there may be a plant suffering issue. <laughs> really, seriously. Okay. A plant um, I, I mean, one, I wouldn't leave my okay. greenhouse door open on Shabbat all the time. And then if I wanted to give somebody a tour through my greenhouse, I have no problem opening the door or closing the door to walk through it. So, but but the state of the greenhouse, the door being shut, that's that's fine. That has no trouble with yeah. Shabbat at all. So he could close the door because that shutting the door does not promote growth in theory. Yeah. Okay. Well, it keeps it from dying. Which is promotes from dying. Which promotes right, growth. but you can't have it both ways, right? You can't leave it open and and you know it has to be one or the other. It can't be. It has to be either open or shut. Ah, but if it's, but it's, but it's the purpose of a greenhouse is, is, to to trap, <laughs> is to trap the air to so that it's warmer, right? So that so, it falls in a greenhouse. So is it permissible to sustain life, like not promote growth, but like keep it constant? Yeah, most That's fine. Okay. Yeah. And that happens by default. Is that well, yeah. An example yeah. would be plants that need watering. You, you discuss plants that don't need watering every day. What about plants that need watering every day? Hmm. Plant suffering. Yeah. Okay. So it'd be the same. So along the same lines with the greenhouse, because yeah. if your greenhouse, if you're in cold climates or whatever else, and you leave the greenhouse open, and all the plants are going to die, that's a different issue. Yeah, gotcha. So plant suffering. Right. Okay. It is yeah, permissible helpful. to remove flowers from water on Shabbat, especially if you're going to put those flowers back in water. Even if you're not, it's still okay to remove flowers from water. Is it okay to put because flowers? they are not attached to a root source that is sustaining or they're not gonna they're not gonna keep living because they're in the water. Yeah. So can you put pre cut flowers into water? On Shabbat. That would involve you cutting the flowers. No, no, no pre cut. So they're if they're cut before Shabbat. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um is from uh on on Sukkot is is permitted to put a, lul, a lulav back in water to keep it alive. Yep, if it was in water before the Yom Tov. So preparation step on Sukkot: make if your um, lulav is in water, put it there before Shabbat. Water and the fridge. Yep, and and it's okay to take it out. Put it back. And then put it back. Because you want to do this. But not on Shabbat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. You can. You can't wave the lulav on Shabbat. Oh, can't wave the lulav. But, yeah. But the Yom Tov, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, but I didn't even cover that, so so great point. So you wouldn't even take it out of water anyway on Shabbat anyway. But a Yom Tov is a type of Shabbat. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so on the Yom Tov, put it in water. Before the the reason why they're making a distinction is you would not wave the lulav on Shabbat. So they're making a distinction saying, can't wave in case you're wondering about the Yom Tov Shabbat, Shabbat, yes, you can take it out and put it back in the water. So those are a few things that are allowed. Here's some things that are not allowed. Planting of any amount is forbidden. Such planting, grafting, removal of obstacles to the plant, fertilizing, watering, spraying, 
um, insecticide, putting seeds in water, and moving a plant um, is prohibited. Not allowed. So don't, don't touch plants. No. So if don't I even pick flowers. If I had a potted plant, and let's say it was standing right where I usually, Joseph has for some reason put a potted plant right where, you know, the Dubai of the Chazim usually stands. Yep, we're getting that. Oh, we're getting that? Potted plants are most definitely covered. Okay. Well, they're not covered, but they're included in the way you want to Yep. I'm Another thing, pruning a plant. So we already have initiating growth. Another thing would be pruning the plant, removing weeds from a lawn or garden. Um, Fumigating with insecticide or removing rocks from on top of a sprouting plant are forbidden as far as Zoraco or Zoré goes. There you go. H. So a question that will come later is about plant suffering. So, if one has an indoor plant, one may not open the curtain in order to allow the plant to get sunlight. Hmm. So, right here, if I have a hanging plant or any type of plant before Shabbat, I need to move this plant either outside or somewhere, because if on Shabbat my, my windows are, are covered, and I have my plant right here, but then someone comes and, and opens up my window, now they are initiating growth for my plant. However, you could open it before Shabbat. You could open it, but you wouldn't want to close the window and open right. it back up before you Shabbat. Close it then, yeah. Yeah. So you, you couldn't close it because that would be taken away from plant growth, and you couldn't close it and reopen it because that would be. So I would recommend the prep step at the end of here is all your plants that are near either outdoor sunlight, make sure they're always going to stay there, tie the curtains, yada, yada, or, um, or put them outside. Can I, this is my original question. So if there was a plant there and I needed it to be like five centimeters to the right so I could stand, can I move the potted plant? You should have moved it before Shabbat. So I would say, no, you can't. Uh, can you just like pick up a pot and move it? Well, not necessarily pick it up. Just like, is it changing? It's, is yeah, you're going to move it being changed? Yeah, well. It, the light is obviously being changed. When well, it's good, bad, if the door, if the, if the window's already open, you know, assume you did all that. Why do you have to move? Yeah. Well, let's, let's say it's slightly in my way and I just want to. Move it to the side I slightly. Would, I would say, one, it should have been moved before Shabbat, and I wouldn't touch it. Okay. Because even if the light right here is the same as the light right there, it's still a change. So whether you don't know if it's healthy light, good light, destroying light, indifferent, same thing like. And because then you're moving stuff. You're well, I'm not, stuff I'm not picking it up, in theory. Yeah. Well, because you're allowed to move stuff. You can carry a couch inside the fence yep. all day long. So, But I wouldn't move it. Because but not it's alive. Okay. Um, so I would move, I would do all that before Shabbat. So that's a, that's a prep step. Um, if one has an indoor plant, one may not open the curtains in order to allow the plant to get sunlight. But you can open the curtain if you did not intend to open the curtain for the reason, for the reason of the plant being sunlight. So if Which, you're like trying to give the community, like, hey, I can't see my Siddur, let me just open it. Too much glare. Let me close this. Oh yeah, I, I too much light. You know, not enough light. Let me open it. And yeah. the there's a secondary, con, unforeseen consequence yeah. of giving light to the plant. You're, you're okay. Well, what if someone knows the guy? Prior? The guy's house should have had his plants moved to start with. But I, I would go back to Brox and say, you know, if you if you need to move the plants, so you can set up the projector so that we can have class. 
you know, that's a secondary thing. I don't think there'll be a problem. If you want to move the plant so that it will grow better and you forgot to do it on Friday, shame on you. Wait. Well, and, and so there's that. But then, like, so the first time you, oh, I have to move this plant because I have to set this projector. It's like, okay, next Shabbat, I will be sure to move this plant so that I don't have this problem again. Exactly. Yeah. You exactly. have to make sure you do that. It's okay yeah. the first time. But, like, you know. Most of the things are okay the first time. Oh, my God. You learn from it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> one must be very careful not to drop or throw seeds, pits, or cores of fruit or vegetables on the ground on Shabbat. Ooh, so don't throw Spitting out. pits from plums and. What's actually worse than that? I read about this one, you know, in the Talmud. Um, you don't want to eat an orange outside while you're over the ground. Because the seeds will drop. If a seed drops while you're eating, you're shame on you. That you are responsible. Or an apple core. And quite frankly, you're not violating Shabbat until like three days later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deferred. But or like, several like, Shabbats later. Yeah, they're like, whoa, bad move. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So eat the fruit over concrete, you know, or in some way make sure that it's going to be caught. Uh, and the big practical thing right here is like, yeah. picnics, yeah. which are very common. So one of the one of the things right here is that it's okay to eat because my first presumption was just don't eat any food with seeds in it outside, just don't do it. But if you're on a picnic, you just need to be intentional about spilling seasoning on your little cloth. But it's also permitted if you are walking on a heavily traveled road. Let's say it's not concrete because you're you're good there anyway. But a heavily traveled trail with wagons, you can eat. And if you were to drop an apple seed right there, you're okay because it's heavily trafficked and there's there's not yeah. it's, it's not like, likely it's like to concrete. grow. <laughs> yeah, it's not likely to grow at all. So you're good right there. So you gotta think now. This is went now Yeshua's parable about. Uh, hold on one second, Judah. About the grain that's winnowing that that could be threshing things like that. Regardless of that, if they're traveling on that path, it's probably a path. So, therefore, it's probably traveled, so therefore, you're permitted on that path anyway. I have a question up to yep. Judah. Go ahead, Judah. So, what if you're, you know, having a picnic and you put, say, um, uh, some orange seeds onto a plate, but it's on your cloth, but some strong winds move in. Wait, blows away. No intention. Yeah. No intention. No intention. Okay. Yeah. But the next time, you can be intentional about having either a heavier plate or something on top of that. So it doesn't fly away. Um, because, yeah. Because you can't just, I didn't know, and then my apple core flies away, and my orange seeds fly away, everything flies away. Now I'm in Kansas. What's up? <laughs> well, you're actually not right, in Kansas. Taylor. Right, I'm not in <laughs> So are you going to dive into the... The potted plant? No, the, what Yeshua just said with the the seeds. Are you going to get in? winnowing that's or winnowing threshing another, another tonight. One. That's a different class. He just brought it up, though. Yeah, but I'm but saying as far because as the, not the winnowing part, but the but the actually eating of the seeds on the path is path. okay. Yeah, yeah th that's really interesting. I never thought of it. They were on a path. I Absolutely, yeah. and that's because I've, I've heard the winnowing. I've heard the threshing makes perfect sense. Human suffering tells the story. All this, but it also is permissible right here because they're, they're on walking a path. on a path. Yeah, and that's what stuck out to me right here. Interesting. That's very cool. good. Um, very cool. Many authorities forbid handling a potted plant on Shabbat, even if it doesn't improve its growth, while some are lenient. Especially cactus. <laughs> Tough boy. Any subject. Um, 
but we've already went over washing washing hands over a plant, we've already went over that. Um, we may not necessarily sow seeds like a farmer, but do but doing the any act involved in maintaining the garden would be considered similar to planting. One must be careful not to drop seeds from a fruit, a fruit one is eating, so the soil where they might germinate. Um, parentheses. So if you're going to eat an apple, watch your step. One may not spill out water, wash hands, or even spit into the grass. Even if you've got dip spit, it may not be promoting growth, but it may be like um, well, that's a it's demoting okay. growth. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's the appearance of evil. Yeah. I mean, yeah. from, a, from a distance, do you really know if you chew? That's right. Chew it out. Or does he just have really bad saliva? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's um, What's up with that? Opening the, the shade specifically to let sunlight in a household plant is forbidden. Um... So one of the questions, eating an apple on a well-trodden path, we've already answered that. Uh, is it permitted to remove the suka cover if the, ga- if the grass is fully saturated? We already talked about that. How do we know the grass is fully saturated? We're not deconstructing anything anyway, um, but we couldn't be able to measure where the grass is fully saturated or not, so just don't do it. So my, my question is, human suffering trumps many malaka, but what about plant suffering? So it is forbidden to, um, let's say insects are eating your plant on Shabbat, it's forbidden to spray pesticides or insecticides on that plant. It is also forbidden to remove, just like um, if I were to water the plant and be promoting growth, if a rock fell on my plant, that would be demoting growth. So is it permitted, plant suffering, if a rock falls on my plant on Shabbat, can I move that? This wasn't an answer, this wasn't a question, this was a question from, from me that I have a kind of answer to, but I wanted to throw it out. If my plant is suffering, I can get, I can save a human life, I can drop a guy from a, from a rooftop on Shabbat, he can carry his mat home, I can get an ox out of a ditch, so that's human suffering, animal suffering. If a rock has fallen on my plant, can I remove the rock? Well, can it wait? If it can wait, most definitely not. You, you can you can definitely not remove it. I would say that yes, it does permit moving the rock on the plant. Um, because with the cannot wait question, that's a good question. Um, but still, there there is the immediacy of, well, that plant may die then. You just don't know. Therefore, that trumps the waiting question, so I would say that it's okay to move but the plant, but I, it's just my it's just an opinion. My my answer was double check to make sure there's no rocks on your anything, to make sure nothing could possibly, I wouldn't plant things under an apple tree because uh, apples are going to fall down and squish your plants, things like that. So do a double, double check, if especially if the plant concerns the livelihood of your family you take the rock off a hundred times out of a hundred times so if a meteorite fell from the sky and landed definitely on take it what is the likelihood yeah. that's not they're never tell me the odds call the homer <laughs> so you can, can you can't take care of the plant in that situation if you can pick up the meteorite if you're Sometimes not dead, you I would assuming that the meteorite was radioactive and it granted me superhuman strength so I could then 
Yeah, call the meteorite off with water. So, <laughs> so preparation <laughs> steps um, for this for Zeray. Uh, Zeraya. Uh, make sure plants are not near windows or place them outside before Shabbat or tie the curtains wherever you are or take the curtains off because someone could untie it. There we go. Um, be careful where you eat fruit. Uh, use precaution. A good just starting point is just eat all your fruit indoors. And if you're going on a picnic, be intentional about spilling your seed on the, the picnic mat. I want you to watch out where you spill your seed. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Family class. Um, <laughs> it is we use uh, soap to keep the bugs away from the squash bugs. Huh. We spray them with soap. Interesting. And they, they can't stand it. They leave. You know, you know, of course, some of them slide off. But um, <laughs> it, is, it is really an act of faith when you walk out there on Shabbat morning when I'm waiting for you guys to show up. You can't water your little plants. And I see that the little squash bugs have returned to the squash plants. And you look at them and go, okay, you get your Shabbat. Wait till Havdalah. The second Havdalah So, you know, it's almost like these little fellas are getting their Shabbat. Because I'm going to restrain myself. And be obedient and lay off. Well, that's like the, the fundamental question of Shabbat is, I mean, the, I face this a lot with just macro issues of working on Shabbat. I worked retail and then a restaurant. Saturdays are the days you make a killing. You can make as much on Saturday as you do the rest of the week. And it really is an act of faith of, well, do I believe that God is going to provide for me despite the fact that I'm taking a massive exactly. monetary loss? Exactly. And it's the same thing even with the tiny issues of squash bugs. It all relates right. back to that same question of, right. do you actually believe that God is going to do enough for you in six days Correct. with one day of rest um, if you actually keep the Shabbat? And I think that's a huge test. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time with that. I used to work in the restaurant industry and... When I round out that I couldn't work a Friday or a Saturday night, I was like, "So I it's can't, hard. Can I can't make any money." And then I actually ended up switching and working only Sunday and made more. God blesses that. Than I did on either Friday or Saturday. How cool is that? That's <clears throat> a crazy God. I remember coming to you, joyful, almost in tears, just thinking that God had blessed Amen. that mm. decision. Yeah. Mm. But it's tough to do. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't always work out well, at yeah. least from our perspective. But in yeah. the end, it always works out well. Yeah. Amen. I'm glad. Uh, last preparation: that. prune your plants before shadows and check to see if anything could fall on them. Next, we have reaping. Ah, oh, reaping. <clears throat> I bet we're not going to get reap anything more than we sow. Are you going to draw? Well, the law of reaping and sowing says you will reap more than you sow. Um, let me see my picture diagram. I love it. Bring it back. Harvesting. Can you draw the bowl again? <laughs> harvesting starts with a beautiful <laughs> field of wheat. And then you have men chopping the wheat. Chopping. Reaping um, the wheat. 
with Scything. beating the wheat. You have good up in there, yada yada. Um, now we have tractors that harvest the wheat for us. Essentially, we'll just, instead of drawing the three pictures, we'll just draw a tree with fruit hanging off of it. See the tree? No. It's got That's the fruit. It. it looks good. <laughs> All right. So this would be reaping. So, reaping. Zare, the third of the 39 Malakot, is uprooting or severing or severing of any living plant or vegetation from its source of growth. Thus, one may not uproot plants, branches, or even just one leaf. Plucking a flower, picking fruit from a tree, vegetables from a garden, or mushrooms from the forest floor are, action, are actions all prohibited under the category of Kotzer. Because of these action, because these actions involve severing a living plant or part of a living plant from its source of growth, so I misspoke. Um, not prohibited. Sort of that. Um, strict definition at its core. Um, Kotzer involves detaching a growing thing from its source of nourishment. So if I had bananas, mm-hmm. they were just attached to each other. You can take one of them off because they're not attached to its source of growth. So what is allowed? Picking grapes from a stem, for example. Uh, however, it's not allowed provided that the grapes, um, it's only allowed provided that the grape bunches have already been detached from the vine in which they grew. Right. So I can pick them from my, my vine in my grocery bag, not from the vine in the field. It is permissible to walk, sit, or play on grass in Shabbos. According to this command, but we can't uproot the grass. So if I'm gently treading on grass, playing, I'm okay. Frogging him though. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm sitting having a picnic, I can't just idly pluck, start pulling up grass, and I do that notoriously. Yeah. Which is without even thinking about it, I just take it and just. Stop. It would be permissible to handle grass if you could figure out a way to get grass from its original source without. Just detaching it from its original source. So you'd have pre plucked grass that you could handle on Shabbos. A little bag to draw pre plucked grass. But yeah, on a picnic, sure Taylor, you would have to be intentional about focusing on your picnic partner versus picking the, gla- the grass. The grass. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mowing the lawn is definitely no bueno. Even if you rest by mowing the lawn. Who rests? Definitely. Even if Jesus gives you rest. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So on five days you sit in the office and you get your rest by working outside. No bueno. Sorry. Well, that goes along with the same thing uh, as we talked. Uh, We didn't bring up, we talked about sports, but golf. Some people might argue, "Hey, I get you know, I get great rest on you know by playing golf." Studying the scripture—that's all fine and well, you know. And if you can play golf on cement, maybe. But when it comes Puck to playing on grass, yeah, you do. You have to get a clean shot because your club every the time cement, yeah. your club's going to get destroyed. Or if you divot, on no divot, golf on, course. you know, you have to be perfect woods every time. <laughs> um, one may remove flowers from a vase full of water. Provided that the flowers have not sprouted roots in the water. Mm. What is not allowed? 
uprooting or severing any part of the living plant is forbidden on Shabbat under the category of harvesting. It is forbidden to break a branch off a tree, pick a fruit or flower from a tree. So I can't go, I can pick flowers and Harris Teeter before Shabbat, but if I was allowed to go to Harris Teeter and get flowers and not pay for them or something like that, I could get them out of the vase. Or if I have a vase of flowers, I could take a flower out. If my flower was attached to the yard by a rose bush out here, I couldn't pick a rose off and give it to my wife. That becomes part of Shabbat preparation. Yep. Um, which goes into the proper way to present your wife with flowers on Shabbat. You have to prepare before Shabbat. Um, uh, I can't go pick an apple tree off. If an apple falls down from a tree, I can pick the apple up and eat it. Okay. I just need to be sure that I only pick up one apple at a time because I don't want to pick up two apples and eat them because you aren't carrying. Uh. Um, it is forbidden to break off a branch from a tree. So we can't just, even when I'm walking on a trail, I can't crank something out just so the person behind me can, can get I should probably just hold it and let them pass. Which or, could, or let them hit it in the face. Yeah, or, you know, <laughs> depending on their gender. You want to yeah. um, it's a maddening pursuit. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's it's part of it. Unless it's you knew the branch would break because they're really hard-headed. <laughs> um, it is forbidden to detach fruit, whether it's fully ripened or shriveled. So even like it's dead, hanging on the limb, you still can't detach any type of fruit. It's forbidden to pick mushrooms, um, which on the ground. Um, and it's also forbidden to remove moss from a rock. It is forbidden to... I, I had trouble with this one. A question, one of the things at the bottom of the question section. It is forbidden to smell a fruit attached to a tree... However, one may smell a flower. Yeah, because you might desire to eat that fruit and then pick fence, it. Fence stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. That smells good. Yeah. That's probably what happened to me. You eat. probably don't get that yeah. desire of a flower. <laughs> Maybe I'll just shake the tree until it falls off. Yeah. It's you, probably, don't, you don't usually get a desire to eat a flower. But you could have a desire to get that flower to your wife. It's not as strong as desire. It's not really very strong. But See, yeah. that reinforces the it's not as strong as we'd like it Although, to be. Otherwise, it wouldn't be romantic. Yeah. 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 Um, but, well, this this hits home, you know, especially for me, you know, because we we, tr we try to do farm to table as much as possible, and you know, there's there's onions and scallions and you know all that stuff planted out there, you know. And now here is an, an action step in preparation. If you have Anything that has fallen, it would be better to pick it up before Shabbat and yeah. put it in a barrel or a thing That's like that. Cool. Because if something falls on Shabbat, people can eat it, but you can only pick up one at a time. Right. So it's better before Shabbat, make your rounds and pick it all up, put it in a little a bowl. People can pick it just out keeps coming back to, to preparation. Yep. Um, so that's one of the prep things down here. Um, we just went over that through. Some scenarios, one may not remove bean sprouts from their moist environment of the container if it has a, a struck, if it has struck root. So let's say I have a, a potted plant, the roots have started forming, now I am not allowed to. Which means to almost immediately with bean sprouts. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, one should avoid running through tall grass or shrubs because there will likely be some grass uprooted. So, no, no frolicking corn there. mazes. <laughs> one may not walk on delicate plants such as flowers whose stems will snap if stepped on. It is forbidden to kick a dandelion because <laughs> doing so will detach pollen from the plant. Stupid thing. Severing a uh, part of a potted plant is forbidden. One may not gather flowers or create an arrangement and place it in a vase on Shabbos, even if the vase contains no water. Was that, was that two separate things? Like, I One can't... may not gather flowers. And but we'll suppose I already have flowers. Am I allowed to make an arrangement? Is that is it two separate things, or is that one I can't... may not create an arrangement and place it in a vase on Shabbos? Okay. But does that mean you can't arrange it? I mean, is it is it? If is, I have individual, big, let's say I, I have think pre, that's a different class. pre-picked yeah. individual flowers, that's, that's, that's the, creating sorting? two. Sorting? Mm-hmm. It would be sorting. What's the other one? Is Didn't Joshua sorting. cover sorting? Yeah, sorting. Well, yeah. It, it may not fall no, under sorting because you're doing. not sorting the flowers away from anything because you're just gathering. Let's say if I have all seven flowers laid out right here, and I just want to bring them together, put a rubber band on them, and stick them in the water. So you're gathering. It's not really selecting sorting. Because there's nothing to sort from. I'm only doing those seven. So it's more of a gathering and it's a creating. Okay. Yeah, so, creating a but if you already have an arrangement of flowers, you can take that out of water and put it into water all day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can say, hey, smell, boom, put them back in. Boom. <laughs> take the yellow boom. flower, put it in the boom. back. <laughs> um, um, it is forbidden to ride an animal on Shabbat. As a rabbinical restriction, lest one detach a tree branch in order to have a stick to prod the animal or to direct the animal's path. Oh. So you don't want to whip them with the, because let's say you just get on an animal. Yeah, you guys know. I don't explain. Yeah. Um, it <laughs> yeah, is forbidden to place something on an animal or remove it from an animal on Shabbat. Um, nor may one lean on an animal on Shabbat. You'd be putting it. Um, question if a potted plant is resting on soil or a lawn or suspended up in the air may one lift it to bring it indoors what's the purpose for bringing it indoors you just can't do it no the problem no. Right. No. the answer is no yeah. we're, we're tracking with it we're tracking with it um, they also have they had a lot on, not a lot, but they had a few things on trees, and we have four minutes left, and we're going to get through this. So trees. Here is their position on trees. One may not use a tree on Shabbat. This pro- prohibition includes leaning on a tree, shaking a tree, placing objects on a tree, and removing objects from a tree. This includes all trees alive and dead and dead, alive or not, fruit trees or not. And why can't I lean on the tree? Well, if I want to rest you might, under you may you might actually the shake fruit, fruit off or something. You may shake fruot and you may uproot the roots. Yeah. So a lot of these are not the specific melaka, but the fences, the fences yep. for them. Okay, I can for that. Now, the question is, um, let's, 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 let me just read these and we'll go on the question. Are we still on reaping? Can't. Are we still on reaping? We're on harvesting. 
Which is Reaper. Which is Reaper, yes. Okay. Um, so let me read these. We're going to go over what's the deal with dead trees. Why can't I sit on a dead tree? It's dead. Or am I not sitting on a dead tree when I get on a table? I'm not placing things on a dead tree. I'm walking on dead trees. I may be writing just one letter on a dead tree. <laughs> hmm. I have a Taurus scroll that could be a fake Taurus scroll, not on an animal skin, but it could be on a dead tree. So hmm. can I use that dead tree? So let me read these. Um, so those are the questions I had after reading One May Not Use a Tree. A ladder which is a ladder, which is leaning on a tree, is considered indirect use of the tree and is also forbidden. A treehouse may also be included in this category. So, so you can play on my treehouse, oh, which yeah. is built in a live tree using dead trees. Yeah. A swing that is directly connected to a tree may not be used on Shabbat. Yeah. Shake sense. the tree, things like that. An item such as a ball gets stuck in a tree higher than about. 10 feet or so, one is forbidden to climb or shake the tree and is also forbidden from poking it with something else. That makes sense. <laughs> so my, my, my question with the, the dead trees is I went and find a lot of evidence with the dead trees. Um, now I'll give you Joshua Spurlock and I's conversation at about an hour ago about dead trees. I don't, I said I didn't agree with this one and couldn't find any great evidence to support it. I have many dead trees in my house. I use furniture. I write on dead trees. I, um, I could have a log cabin with dead trees. I walk on dead trees. And nothing that was alive is being detached from its growing source. But don't you think a dead tree, the definition of a dead tree as, as it pertains to so a, tree a, Talmud, a Talmudic definition would probably include being in the ground. It has roots, it's in the ground. And it's outside. Or it's laid. Where, and, and, and you can, and, and, the, and I would think that a dead tree is, is, is specifically prohibited because if you were to move a dead tree, you're tilling the ground. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing Joshua came up with as well was it could be the appearance of evil. Shakes is it really tree. dead? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's good. How do you know it's dead? And I know there have been cases where, the, um, due to infestations and whatnot, my, my plants or, or, or small trees have died. The tree's dead. But the canopy of fruit and everything is still there. That's right. So if I were to lean against a dead tree and a piece of fruit falls from the dead tree, because the fruit is still, I mean, right? Yeah. Same deal, dead. right? Yeah. So whether it's a dead tree or a live tree seems to be irrelevant. Prep stations with this before Shabbat. Search your garden for any fallen fruit. Put them in a basket. You can eat this fruit. Uh, be sure you eat fruit from the ground and make sure you only handle one at a time if you pick up fruit out there. If you are bringing flowers to someone, make sure they are arranged pre-Shabbat. If you're going to ride an animal on Shabbat, make sure you have a pre-made bit for the animal. Um, in which you wish to steer the animal. Before you leave re reaping, we need a little cowbell. Needs <laughs> 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 uh, more cowbell. More cowbell. We need <laughs> well done. That's great. Well done. Yeah. All right. So. 
So yeah. let's see. Let's make sure we're clear here now. Uh, you know, we always ask, is this gonna, is this gonna affect my walk? Um, I, this may may seem sad to you guys, but um, this is the first one that I think I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, because you've already studied this. Um, nah, it just this one to me seems pretty straightforward. Um, I probably get more garden stuff than most of the guys in the community. Um, and I am thrilled. And, and oftentimes you've come here on Shabbos morning, and I'm out there because I'm out there standing and, and looking at what God has done and, and the growth that He has provided. But my hands are behind my back, my hands are in my pockets. There is, I mean, the thought of, wow, look at that awesome strawberry, you know, never even comes to my mind. The idea of picking anything, spraying anything, flicking, it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to touch anything out there. The way it ends up Friday at sundown is the way it'll be when I hit it Saturday at sundown, you know. Um, it, it's just, uh, I know Rick and, and I try to... Um, Rick especially tries to provide flowers for his wife on Shabbat, you know, and, and I think it's it's been a great example to me, and I try and do that as well. But whether I'm pulling them from the from the garden or I'm hitting Harris Teeter, it's not going to happen on Shabbat. Uh, and there have been some Shabbats where I've lamented, you know, Can't do gosh, I forgot to get flowers. It doesn't even occur to me to look outside the window and go, ha. I've got a rose garden. No, just, you know, it's not there. So this this one to me is easy. You know, it, it's like you, you know you're thinking about reaching in there and getting the bug off the plant, or taking that perfectly um, ripened fruit. You know, I can't imagine your hand goes out there. Should, shouldn't the voice inside your head be going, "What are you doing?" Then you read about somebody different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Is this going to affect anybody? Mm. No. I think the only thing that would on mine would be uh, the running around out, out of no, that's out a good of point. Doors. That's a good point, yeah. Um, mine would be the intentionality of picnics. Should I take them? Yeah, so that's the only thing. When, as the weather gets warmer, yeah. you, take, you take walks. Yeah. Etc. Just being careful, just on mindlessly going on a walk and just without even thinking, like just picking a little twig or something like that. It, it depends because an, an, a, a a a common, a really super common thing in Jerusalem on afternoon Shabbat is for people to be in the parks. Right. Everybody's in the parks, and they're not they're not lying and being careful about you know kids are playing, running around, or whatever else. But it's a park. It's yeah. It's, it's purpose is not to yeah. And it's and and I I shouldn't say you know. They're not dragging chairs or whatever else, but the point is that they're—it's a park, and kids are swinging, or and you know people—they're not picking up sticks, right? But, right. But right. the point is, it's it can be grass or whatever else. People are walking there, you know. It's not that like they're trying to be careful. It's just it's a designated yeah, space. Yeah. It's a designated so space. So I think that if you're walking along, and you know, on a you know, on a sidewalk or or, or a park or whatever else, that's a totally different. Yeah. Area. Yeah. Except for you. You're a pretty big guy. With this predisposition to kind of 
pluck at the grass. I don't know why this. I think this whole picnic thing is verboten for you. The rest <laughs> yeah, of us yeah, can go yeah. to picnic. Glory may be able to picnic, but you! Yeah, you have a grass. Maybe you need your That's right. It was one of the reasons I trimmed my beard because I'm really tempted to pluck and cluck. Yeah. Attach something from its growing source. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was you wanted to. Yeah. And because I wanted to look yeah. more like Brock. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well done. So, uh, let's give you a. Thanks for your work. Model thing. Yes, well Today, done. Today, well not done. Well, done yeah. well, thank you for any work. <laughs> we don't get my son. It's coming. It's coming. Stand by. It's coming. Sort of made you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Taste the sweetness of the world to come in this life. May you see your children's children come to faith. May you end. May your end be with the life of the world to come, and your deeds affect the hope of many generations. May your heart ponder and achieve understanding of Torah. May your mouth speak wisdom to every everyone you meet, and may your tongue bring forth song. As you praise the Holy One, blessed is He. May you have. Be self-control and look straight before you. May your eyes be enlightened by the light of Torah, and may your face shine like the brightness of the sky. May your lips utter knowledge, your heart rejoice in righteousness, and your feet run to hear the words of the Ancient of Days. Amen. 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 Well done, well done. Thank you. Thank you. Nicely.